Hey listeners, before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to let you know about some fun changes we've made to our Undeceptions Plus subscriptions this year. We've added a bit more for the Keeny Beanies. We've planned a few extra singles episodes just for Plus subscribers that we'll scatter across the year. We've already dropped one of them, so there's that waiting for you. We're also planning a few live podcast events in Australia and the US in the next year. And plus, subscribers get first option on tickets and they get a discount. You'll be the first to know. And we've added a new level of support. So if you're a diehard fan of the show, you might like to check that out. It'll get you all the existing benefits, plus a personalized message from me, which producer Kaylee tells me people actually want, and you'll get messages from the team and the opportunity to participate in a few Undeceptions recording sessions, like what's going on here right now. You'll literally be online with me and the team as I record my lines. It'll be embarrassing for me, but maybe some fun for the team and for you. As always, we are grateful for your support of the podcast. It's an expensive show to run, and we're always looking for ways to make it bigger and better. Your Undeceptions Plus subscription allows us to do just that. So head to undeceptions.com forward slash plus to become a subscriber today. Okay, on with the show. I want to read you some poetry, some Australian poetry. Now, I know Australia isn't often associated with the poetic spirit. We're better known for our beaches and barbecues, dangerous animals, and a certain irreverence. But our best poets are, like all other poets, um, insightful into the human condition, and they reflect back to us in curious ways what a lot of people are feeling, even if they can't quite articulate it. And the Aussie poets were especially good at criticising religion, Christianity in particular, of course. Somewhere near the head of famous Australian poets was Henry Lawson, 1867 to 1922. He spent a lot of time late in life just down the road from my home where I'm recording this, so I feel a certain affinity with him. Now, Lawson was an agnostic, depressive, and in the end, an alcoholic. He was often destitute due to royalty problems with his publishers, and he even spent some time in Darlinghurst Jail and certain psychiatric institutions. When he died almost 100 years ago, he was the first Australian writer to be given a state funeral. He's a big deal. Anyway, he perfectly captures something of the Australian, maybe Western, ambivalence toward religion. On the one hand, he was sceptical and really quick to criticise the overly pious church. On the other hand, he occasionally lets slip that he imagines and even wishes for a better form of the Christian faith. It's almost like Lawson loved what Christianity was meant to be and loathed what he reckoned it had become. There's a lot of that going around. And it's in this mode that he heard about a bush preacher named 
Peter McLaughlin. McLaughlin was a real historical figure. He would wander around the so-called Never Never Country. That's up in northern New South Wales and on into the vast expanses of the Queensland outback. No one really quite knew the origins of the Reverend McLaughlin, or even if he was a proper reverend, there was some hint that he had a dodgy past. But he was well known for riding his horse out to find the grimmest bush settlements, the drovers, the wanderers, the shearers, and then trying to convey to them in his own down-to-earth style something of Christ's love. Henry Lawson was intrigued by Peter McLaughlin and wrote a four-stanza poem about him. It's called Christ of the Never, as in the never-never country. It is, as I say, a stinging critique of the church of his day, but at the same time, it's a longing for what Christians could be like if they were more like their master. Some of the 19th century language might be confusing, and of course it's a particular Aussie dialect of 19th century English, but I think it's powerful. The poem has stayed with me ever since I first heard it decades ago. The last stanza is a kicker. It still captures what a lot of people see as wrong with Christianity and what they wished it was like. Christ of the Never by Henry Lawson With eyes that seem shrunken to pierce To the awful horizons of land Through the haze of hot days And the fierce white heat waves that flow on the sand Through the Neverland Westward and Norwood Bronzed, bearded and gaunt on the track Quiet-voiced and hard-knuckled rides forward the Christ of the outer outback. For the cause that will ne'er be relinquished, spite all the great cynics on earth, in the ranks of the bush undistinguished by manner or dress if by birth, God's preacher of churches unheeded, God's vineyard though barren the sod, plain spokesman where spokesman is needed, rough link twixt the bushman and God, He works where the hearts of all nations are withered in flame from the sky, where the sinners work out their salvations in a hell upon earth ere they die, in the camp or lonely hut lying, in a waste that seems out of God's sight. He's the doctor, the mate of the dying, through the smothering heat of the night. By his work in the hells of the shearers, where the drinking is ghastly and grim, where the roughest and worst of his hearers have listened bareheaded to him. By his paths through parched desolation, hot rides and terrible tramps, by the hunger, the thirst, the privation of his work in the furthermost camps, by his worth in the light that shall search men and prove I and justify each, I place him in front of all churchmen who feel not, who know not, but preach. See ya. <laughs>